Hello there, I'm Patrick Stroth. Welcome to M&A Masters, where I speak with the leading experts in mergers and acquisitions. And we're all about one thing here, that's a clean exit for owners, founders, and their investors. Today I'm here with Bob Carr, founder of a unique database called LinkSV, which is short for Link Silicon Valley. It's touted as the fastest way to connect to the people, companies, and capital of Silicon Valley. Now, given my experience with a number of companies that provide data and lists to the M&A community over the last couple of years, I consider LinkSV to deliver the very best value for the buck. So I'm not just an acquaintance of Bob's, I'm actually a client, and I'm very excited to share a few minutes with him today. Bob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for thinking to invite me on your program. Appreciate it. So before we get in and talk about the wonderful things about LinkSV, uh, why don't you give us some context uh, on how you got here? Tell me what got you to this point in your career. Okay, sure. So, you know, I spent 35 years as a corporate liability insurance broker uh, in the Bay Area, and my market were basically the with the technology community. And I loved doing it, but I recognized along the way how difficult it was to collect a lot of information and call on companies, and that was festering around in my mind. I also was a very active angel investor going back to the late 70s, investing in a lot of small startups. And I also started the Angels Breakfast Club with some um, smaller VCs and, and some senior people in the Valley that we ran for about 30 years. In fact, it's still running. It's being managed by Silicon Valley Bank these days. Yeah. There you go. And so from, from those meetings, you came up with the idea for LinkSV. Now, what what prompted you to come up with this kind of project? Well, as I said a minute ago, um, I, I noticed that there was just a lack of information that was available. This was a little bit before the Internet was so pervasive as it, as it is today. I also noticed that as in my own business that information that people learned uh, sort of went into files, was never shared, certainly things that weren't proprietary. And it just was hard to uh, connect dots and meet people and do, and do interesting things, as, as which is much more taken for granted these days. And so starting from that basis, uh, I mean, that's little, literally what happened. And I, along the way, investing in a company, ran into a uh, outsourced VP of engineering who was helping a company that I was investing in. We got into a conversation. He said, hey, Bob, you, uh, you've got a company here. You just don't realize it. <laughs> that's, how we, that's literally how we got started, yeah. Oh wow! So I mean, this came out born of necessity, where you were trying to get connect, not just connect to people, but you were in, you know, trying to develop business for yourself as an insurance broker. Well, I mean, then you know, doing these things is you know, learning about people, just finding people in places that you know you can, just can't find in the phone book. Well, I mean, just expanding a little bit on that. I mean, the the kind of databases that were out there, I thought were very thin. It was basically where the companies were, the names, the people, and I was much more interested in connecting the dots adding more information that would be of value, giving people a way where they could make connections better. So that was it was sort of, you know, databases were burning in the back of my mind as something I wanted to do. And then I just popped and I did it and started working on it really back in the year 2000. And that's where we first got started and spent two years just uh, kind of working with the developer on, on how we could, uh, you know, present the information properly, had no customers or anything. It just had fun entering data, and that's that's basically how we got started, right? Okay, and and then in that process, then you know, getting that information. This is why people take it for granted today. But in the old days, we would try to reach out to people, and we had no idea who they were, and more importantly, they had no idea who we were. So it was literally cold calling. 
which I mean, one you know, of the, yeah, the, one of the examples I, I love. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of the examples I like to use was, uh, you know, you go to lunch with somebody and have a conversation, and by the by the end of the conversation, when you're really getting down to business, uh, you're asked you're starting to ask some questions, and, and and today you already have the answers to these questions. You can start a meeting today much better prepared, prepared much better informed, save a lot of time, get right to the point, and actually be much more valuable to the person you're calling on because you're not wasting their time and, and you honor them by having done some research on their company. And that, that, that's really important to me. Yeah, I think that's, I think when, when we've spoken in the past, it was the whole concept of turning cold calls into warm calls. And it, it, it exactly. is showing, not only showing respect to somebody, but you're valuing their time because you're, you're not going to go waste their time with the, um, you know, trying to get to know them and whether or not they're the right person. You already know, you've got right. a better right. idea of it. And, and I think that's that's one of the things elements great about Silicon Valley is a lot of people out here will give you a couple of minutes, whereas in other parts of the country, unless they know you, they won't give you the time of day. And that's and, part of the magic yeah, here. And on your point, giving someone a couple of minutes, you want to honor that and you only have a couple of minutes and you want to be really prepared to take advantage of that and be smart about that call and, and, and that introduction. So, And along the way, so what I was thinking about was what if I could do that from a business perspective, turn that into a business uh, to, a, to a small monthly subscription charge where people you know, would have a lot of access to information and be able to make a stronger, better, better approach? So that was the idea. I think, I, I think that's uh, very appropriate today and didn't exist a, uh, a few short years ago. Now, Link SV concentrates largely on companies, investors, VC firms, and so forth in, in and around Silicon Valley. So just you know, for the benefit of the audience right now, why don't you define what sure. what you consider Silicon Valley, and then why did you look at here as opposed to all of California? You know, it's example. funny you mention that because what, when people think of Silicon Valley, you think of the old Ellis Street, <laughs> basically where Fairchild got started and, and expanding from there. But the whole region today, the, the, what I call the Greater Silicon Valley. Because there's tech companies up in the Santa, up in the Santa Rosa area as well. So, so we define for for Link SV from Santa Rosa down to Santa Cruz, then over to okay. Livermore, and as and as I like to tease, as far, you know, as far as you can swim. So it's it's it's, it's a pretty tight region, uh, but it's but it's packed full of companies. There's basically four, we we track fourteen thousand five hundred companies in this region, and we focus on um, on all aspects of technology. You know, every all the technology companies. Plus, we do the biotech sector. And the medical sector, but prime, I mean, for example, we wouldn't be doing a hospital per se, but we certainly do uh, all technology companies that have that have medical impact. You know, the medical sector, med medical, medical devices, and su such like and, that, and, and beyond. Sure, exactly. Okay. And, okay. And, and again, again, what what makes this area unique is that these companies have high growth. They they require outside capital. They're chartered for growth. They're global. And there's a lot of employee turnover. So if you think about that, there's so much going on in a company. It, it, literally, it's, it's hard to keep up with. And, and the changes in a company can be, can be dramatic. I hate to say it, but in, in a 90-day or a six-month period, it could be a makeover of a company. So tons of stuff going on. Well, and this, this is a challenge because this is you know a, a recording and people really can't see it. But if you could paint a picture, what what uh, you know what are the practice practical applications for link SV. I mean, when, when you're doing searches, I guess sure. it's short of a search engine, but sure. paint a picture on, on what it looks like, what it does, what it provides okay. uh, to give people an idea. 
Right. Well, first of all, I've been told by so many people that Link SV just saves them a lot of time. I mean, if you start doing a search in Google, you, you take you forever, and Link SV allows you to laser into information a lot more quickly. But the the, the main, I'd say probably 80% of our business <clears throat> has always come from the, the service provider community, because service providers really have a, have a are, are sitting in a situation where they are taking care of existing clients and looking for new clients or new customers. And in any given year, they're going to lose 25% of their business just to attrition, just by their companies have been acquired or they've gone out of business or they or they lost an account to somebody. So they're always on the prowl for, prowl for, for new business. And another important sector to us would be technology companies that are looking for customers, uh, particularly companies that have um, customers that are, that are, I mean, after, after all, Intel doesn't need us. They know who their defined customers are. But, but smaller companies, uh, who are looking for lower, smaller ticket items? Um, they love Link SV. They're looking. They're looking for customers. And in, in, inside of companies, uh, our database is useful to M&A people, um, the financial group of companies, sales, you know, sales and marketing folks, all, all kinds of people inside the company. So, I would say those are the, those are the categories of people that like to look for, for look at Link SV. And, and then I guess what they're looking for is that, you know, um, for example, emerging companies. Come here. They're looking for customers, alliance partners, uh, key people to hire. Looking for board members. They're looking to be acquired. They want to go see, you know, what are the tendencies that certain companies have for, for the acquisitions they're making. In other words, you get a lot of. We give people a lot of clues and, and, a, and, a, and a lot and a lot of ways to find information. So I'd say that's that's probably a good overview. Yeah, and to give people an idea of just some of the categories under there, you, you've got you know a VC search where you can pull up. Any number of venture capital firms, venture capital firms, not only by name if you knew the name, but you know, Bob, help me out here. They, you could do either by how many rounds of capital they've provided, if they've done, you know, recent activity in the sure. last six months. Okay. Um, so we, yeah, so yeah. Okay. So in other words, we have like forty different filters you could use. Now, a, a very good practical example would be if you're trying to hire a VP of sales, a world-class VP of sales, and that's going to be important to the funding you're trying to achieve. And, you, and, and for example, that particular uh, uh, the, the VC firm you're talking to is Sequoia Capital, and you went into Link SV and found a former VP of sales for a really good company who's, who, who was funded by Sequoia, that might be a pretty, a pretty, a pretty good place to start. Because you know, we track, we, we, we could show any VC firm all, all the companies that, they, that they're involved with and give them a whole database of people. And information just about their customer. In fact, we can provide anybody with uh, with, a, with their own private database of of activity about their organization. But but what you asked was the use of filters. So you can you in fact you can start a search from anywhere. You could say, gosh, why not a Stanford MBA? That person's got a huge Rolodex. I'd love to get that person to become my. You fill in the title. Go from there, and then you could plug in, for example, working in, in cloud companies. Or for example, if you're looking for board members, we now have a which we just released only this week. A, a really fast access to uh, identified board members um, by the type of companies that they serve on. So, for example, if you're if a, if a CEO is looking for a board member who has a background in, in cloud companies, we just type in cloud and and put in who might be sitting on third round companies or early stage companies, and up come all these people. So, it's just a quick way to get access to a lot of information. And then using our partners, which are LinkedIn and and every and Google versus anybody who's out there. People will take our information um, and be a lot closer to being able to get an answer that they're looking for. 
Tell me, you know, how has, with all these filters, and I believe that really the best way to do this is to, you've got to get on www.linksv.com to get a look at it. But why don't you describe real quick, what are the most recent changes? What's What's been the most fundamental change recently or upgrade that you've had with, sure. the, with the site? Okay. Well, we've done some, I've always wanted, for example, to be able to have, to get email addresses on our site. And it's always been hard to do, and we've just partnered up with a firm in France who's got some great great algorithms, and so now we can produce um, we can produce about a seventy percent uh, return rate on emails, and I think we have the price this now for basically through Link SE forty bucks a month that people can can get up to three hundred emails a month. So that's always been I've always been asked that question, and we're really really pleased to be able to offer that. Uh, the other thing is I'm excited about is I just mentioned this this fast search on board members to be able to identify by keyword and where they are. So that's, that's a really important thing to me. And then another brand new thing for us is that we've um, we've added added a collaboration tool on the Link SE, which would which allows a number of people inside a company or a hybrid group. It could be you, Patrick, and uh, a, a lawyer friend of yours, and somebody else, and there's a group of people to get together and then share the same information so that you could. For example, look at a group of again of uh, of uh, security companies that you that you want to track that have all all raised uh, more than twenty five million dollars, and you and, and on, on any given day, on the eighty percent rule, you'll recognize twenty percent of the companies because you have some either as a target customer or a client or whatever. But the other eighty percent is fodder for or opportunities for for companies. And so, what we want to do is allow people to gather information. Like gathering a storm, if you will, so they can acknowledge when they've met somebody through soccer or through a, through an event or a trade show, and all, all of a sudden these cumulative notes and sharing add up to a company. Gosh, we have enough information, and we, I think we can make a we can make a warm call. So that's new, and, that, and that's that allows us to get the, to the enterprise business, for which we're starting to do now. There are other databases out there that are focusing on M&A or private equity or tech, uh, you know, tech company databases and so forth. How is Link SV different from those? Well, that's a good question. I mean, that's what actually kind of spurred me to get to start doing this in the first place because the, the original databases that I used to look at wouldn't they wouldn't go deep, and I wanted to connect the dots. In other words, I wanted you to be able to go in and say, I, I'm really interested in uh, IoT companies or cannabis companies, and and be able to see them uh, horizontally across the board, uh, all the companies that are out there, and then dig down for further information about a group of companies. And so we we connect the dots all throughout the system. On whatever wherever you start, you can keep moving on to something else. So that's different for us. Another thing that I think maybe differentiates us is that uh, we have the LinkedIn connection on our on our on our um, database, so you can quickly go from there and just click on somebody's LinkedIn profile. And of course, we're tracking venture capital, angel capital, and corporate capital, which the traditional database, databases don't. And so, for example, if you just did some research on LinkedIn, which is wonderful, and you saw some interesting people, you'll see those people in their profiles, but you don't know about the companies that they're in and what, what, mm -hmm. what, is, the, what is the status of those companies. So you can really kind of get a hierarchy on, the, on, the, if you, on a list of 100 people. You'd rather call on a company that just raised $25 million of capital than somebody who hasn't raised any money for, for eight years and is maybe fading out. So it gives you clues on, the, on how to prioritize who you want to call on. Again, and again, we have, key, we have um, search by keyword and again, these collaboration tools that we've just put in, I think give people just a stronger touch and feel to, 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 make, to, to make the database really work for them. 
to be to Yeah, great idea that you but. gave. Yeah, I, I, the, one of the great ideas you gave, and I just want to touch on this before I forget it, where you mentioned when uh, a company you want to look at companies that possibly raise a particular round of capital in in a short period of time. And one because you and I have talked about this because I'm in the mergers and acquisitions field, and we're after, after talking to you about a year ago, we were talking about targeting companies that raise at least thirty million dollars in the last. 18 months, you know, 30 million plus in the last 18 months. And we were able to look at that filter through your, through, uh, through Link SV. But why don't you talk to me about, talk to us about, you know, what, what's that reasoning about if you're raising, well, sure. if you're raising that much money, there's only a couple things, you know, you gotta, you gotta be thinking. I mean, just through my own investing activity, I've been involved in about 25 to 30 deals in the Valley over the years. I mean, every company in Silicon Valley is, is building a company with a, with a dual strategy. Uh, is, one is to just grow like mad and be a great company, and the other is, is an acquisition strategy. And, and I've talked to a bunch of um, VPs of corporate development throughout in the Valley, and clearly they're turning over 400 companies a year on average. Talk every, so companies are getting called all the time about being acquired, without a doubt. So, and one of the standards in Silicon Valley is that, you're, that these these emerging companies are raising new capital every 18 to meet at the outside 24 months in their in their growth cycle, and so you can go into Link SV and identify companies that haven't raised money for three years or four years, and that's got to be a clue that if they haven't raised money for four years, either they have all their own internal capital, which is very very unique, or they're running the company out of inventory, like HP used to sell printers, and that's really unique. So. These are troubled companies, and and they're looking for uh, they're looking to be to be rescued. They're looking for alliance partners. They're looking for capital. So, if you are trolling for companies to be acquired, I mean that's that's a place to start. And that's why I mentioned that by using multiple filters, you can really narrow down your search to something that's kind of interesting for you. Okay, so if that helps you. Yeah. No, no, that's no, that that's fantastic. Um, what trends in tech, because you know, you've been able to see this on a broad perspective in, in Silicon Valley, which is tech, but, you know, what do you see trend-wise just from observations, either tech investors or M&A in general, that you've seen as somebody's putting has put together this database? I mean, you, you've got this great 10,000-foot view that you can narrow all the way down to 10 inches. And, you know, you, you could see the forest for the trees. What, what are you seeing out there? Or what have well, you I mean, seen? I mean, I mean, clearly, I see what everybody else is seeing. I probably see it in a more aggregated area. But certainly, security has become just just completely their own sector. It's been around for years and years. But it's it, with all the terrorism and things that are going on, it's become so important. IoT, connecting the dots on everything is important. Cannabis would be another I mean, there's, and, and, what, and what happens is when, the, when these sectors begin to become interesting and they heat up, then lots of companies jump in. So it doesn't take long. I mean, when, when, when cloud first became popular, <laughs> um, all of a sudden cloud companies popped up. You can go to LinkSV right now. I think if you typed in the word cloud as a key word, you'd, you'd come up with 935 companies in, the, in our, our, our Silicon Valley that have the word cloud in their business description. So um, oh, virtually any new area. Just put the keyword in, and it will pop up with a group of companies that are that are that are emerging, and that's that's the exciting thing about the valley. There's people are jumping in early, but when it's not when it's not automatic, when things don't happen, things are hard. It's tough, but they get in, they chew they chew on the tough problems, and they so they're early to market, which makes it mm -hmm. interesting. That's really interesting. What other trends are you seeing, Bob? 
Well, first of all, I think that um, in this era, as opposed to the dot-com era, where companies were just put together, glued together with resumes, I think you're seeing a lot, a lot stronger business models today with, with experienced people, which is really good. So we're out the gate. You're getting companies that are going to get a good footing. And what they really have to do, of course, is build their company, which is still a challenge. The other thing that's uh, interesting is today there's with social networking and all aspects of digital marketing, there's just a much lower cost that companies have on getting the word out. And I think that's that's important. And when you mention uh, new markets and things that are going on, certainly you have uh, Bitcoin, blockchain, cannabis, IoT uh, are clearly areas. And, and, and there are new areas getting started all the time uh, as, as we speak. Another thought I had was that um, about acquisitions um, is that there's a big surge in the area of PE firms, lots of new ones getting started. Uh, you can't go public these days. It's, I mean, it's very hard. As a matter of fact, we're having the, the biggest boom IPO year we've had since 1999 and 2000. But still, it's only 35 or so IPOs. Which means everybody's being structured for an acquisition, whether they like it or not. And and so that's that's really interesting when you focus on that. And the other thing I'd like to point out is that um, – <clears throat> People's um, engagements with companies are really much shorter. I mean, I've heard people talk about the fact that you can hardly distinguish a 1099 from a W-2 these days because in reality, as opposed to being hired by a company for seven years, which was the average 20 years ago, today you might be hired for six months to do an assignment and solve a problem. And if you solve the problem, then you may decide to stay on and engage or, or, or go do something else. But there's a lot more of that going on. And there's also a lot more outsourcing. I mean, today you today you must have a uh, uh, an outsourcing strategy, whether it's China or, or or Eastern Europe or India, but you must have a, a strategy in place for outsourcing. And also, two companies are using a lot more outsourcing for for all their other functions locally. There's a lot more involvement with uh, people that are with consulting on sales and marketing and 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 communications and everything you can think of that helps build a company where they don't have those per people in houses. There's a lot of that going on. So these are some changes that, that I certainly see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got, I got to tell you, and I, I've, I've used, and you know, we own link SV over here, so I, I'm familiar, but I, I just get excited as, as I hear you talk about this, because there are a couple other searches now I want to do. And so <laughs> I would really encourage our listeners to, to check out link www.linksv.com uh, to look at it for, for yourself. But you know what? You can't really appreciate this unless you go through a, a demo with Bob. Bob, and you know, how can our audience come and reach out to you other than just trying to find you on the website? But how can they get a hold of you uh, themselves? Well, first of all, just just go to the website and um, and peruse around and and sign up. And when you sign up, we we see who signed up anyway. So we we reach out with a series of onboarding emails, and we're always happy to be connected because we have a, a questions box right on the site. You can write a question, and we we can be we can be uh, approached that way. And of course, just just with my email, which is you know bcar at linksb. But see, I like to talk to people who like our data. And it's fun for me, and 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 great things happen from it because it's a chance for me to maybe give somebody a couple of searches they haven't thought about. I do that a lot, by the way. Uh, yeah, that was the all time, the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but see, that's the fun part about this. Uh, it's for me to be a way to be connected. I can work from my home office, talk to fun people, help them do something that, that helps them. I really enjoy that. And the other thing, of course, is if somebody likes our database 
and they find us to be helpful and engaging, the chances are they're going to tell their friends about us. And what a better way to to get new business or at least grow our database, you know, uh, than than that. And of course, we have a freemium model, so that yes, we sell data and subscriptions, but people can also come on for for free. It's a it's a little lesser amount amount of data, but it's, it's certainly we do a lot of good things in the, in the freemium model as well. So I'd say that would be a that's how. Yeah, it. that's that's sometimes the element in the room, the elef- element, the elephant in the room. There's uh, this is a subscription model, and I don't want to lock you down in this, but if you had a couple ranges just on on what what that looks like, and let's put this in context because when we get approached by uh, the real established organizations like PitchBook and a few others, and they want four or five figure monthly subscription oh, rates, which oh. is was right, unbelievable. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, give us an idea if somebody wanted a premium mem- membership, which I think y- you do get, again, this value times 10. Sure. Okay, uh, exactly. What, what's the range right there? And full disclosure right. for, so, for the so we have indi- So we have individual memberships that range from $25 a month to $100 a month. And the only difference in the uh, in those uh, in those in that pricing is the amount of information that you can actually download uh, and and take reports on and so forth and so on. But you can see our entire database. So for yeah, for twenty five dollars a month, you can go in and do a lot of research. And the other thing is that we're really focusing on the we're trying to I should say we're trying to do more business in the enterprise, uh, and that means get involved with a corporate client, get a group of their people together who are who are all trying to um, work in a target area. Um, put ban them in a group and then and then and then sell a membership that way. And so we have we have corporate memberships that range from from $100 a month, I think, to $300 a month, depending on the on the scale on the number of people that are going to be enrolled. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Well, I I think this has all been really helpful. I'm as a matter of fact, I'm going to go. <laughs> you gave me an idea for another search. I'm going to do real quick here, uh, Bob. I want to thank you very much. And again, it, uh, the email address is. is for you is it B-K-A-R-R. There's two R's there. So it's B-K-A-R-R at linksv.com. And I would definitely encourage you to check out the site, uh, linksv.com, and you'll enjoy it. Bob, thanks again for being here and uh, helping us out today. That was wonderful. Thanks for having me.